Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Yeah, we're talking today about last night's debate, or I guess for us, it was yesterday afternoon. It started at four, went until six. I had quite a few people who say, yeah, they made the effort. They watched the whole two hours. And it was a debate that at times was, let's just say, testy. Did feature quite a bit of mudslinging, lots of crosstalk from the leaders, and every single one of them refusing to give an inch. Now, to say like where most of the criticism went, probably at this point, Liberal leader Justin Trudeau took a lot of that. Uh, he had to fight hard to try to defend his government's track record and to try to justify why he feels they should get any more years in power. And today, the debate now being behind them, all the leaders kind of went out on the campaign trail today. Uh, Liberal leader Justin Trudeau talking about climate change in Iqaluit before flying back to Toronto. Conservative leader Andrew Scheer and New Democrat leader Jagmeet Singh all spending the day in Toronto. Uh, Both parties definitely hoping to take some seats from the Liberals there. Uh, Green leader Elizabeth May campaigning in Montreal today. But let's get some more assessment about how last night went. And there's one person, of course, who knows better than anybody because she was right in the middle of it. And that would be Donna Friesen, one of the federal leaders, debate moderator and anchor and executive editor of Global National, who joins us now. Donna, thank you so much for being here. Hey, my pleasure. And, you know, it's funny because I was in the middle of it. It's actually very hard to get a sense of how it all went. Ah, okay. That's what I was wondering, because you were right there close up. And lots of people are saying, oh, there was so much crosstalk and whatever. How did you get a sense of how the leaders performed? So um, so I am uncomfortable with that question, because it's really not my assessment of how they performed. So I'd rather reframe it sure. and look at it a different way, which is, um, first of all, the format, I think... Um, I appreciate that this is the only chance to see these six leaders side by side in an English debate in this election campaign. So just to see them all together two weeks away from voting day, side by side, you know, confronting Mm -hmm. some hard questions is, is kind of remarkable. And they were all there and willing to do it and put in the time. There were too many of them. There were too many people on that stage and um, too many moderators and too many leaders. And uh, to be frank, I don't know why, uh, Bernier was there for the People's Party of Canada. Um, You know, he's the only uh, sitting member of his party, and he was elected as a conservative. So he has one MP himself, and he has about 2% support in the polls now. So he went into this. I don't think he should have been there. He was invited to be there. He had nothing to lose because he has 2% support. So if he loses half of it, he's down to 1%, right? Yeah. Nothing, nothing, nowhere to go but up for him. Uh, Yves-Francois Blanchette, uh, you know, I don't know what he was doing there either. I don't think he's a federal party leader. He is only running camp dates in Quebec. So no one in the rest of the country can vote for anyone from his party. So, you know, I think it took up too much time uh, to uh, have all these people involved, and there were too many moderators. So that resulted in um, us being effectively timekeepers, as the public could see. We were constantly trying to move them on and keep them to time. 
And that didn't lend itself to a lot of depth and a lot of, uh, you know, really informing right. people. Um, so that, that's sort of my assessment. Right. I, I think your assessment, even though you said you were in the middle of it, it was hard. It's exactly what everybody else's assessment, I feel like, has been today from that. Lots of crosstalk. And it must be hard for you as a moderator as well to kind of jump in and tell people, could you please just answer the question? That's a tough job. Well, it's a tough job. And it's also, these are all adults. They're not children, right? Yeah. They're leaders of parties. If they want to do that and engage that way, and they think that that's going to be the best way to convince undecided voters to vote for them, we'll have at it. Uh, you know, I, I think the person who came across as sort of most respectful and reasonable and didn't interrupt and crosstalk was the NDP leader, Jagmeet Singh. And I'm not saying that from any partisan perspective, right. just from a kind of human interaction. Um, and so, yeah, I, I don't, I think, you know, from a, political strategy, uh, I guess what you do when you uh, agree to engage in these debates and come on live TV is you're hoping you're going to connect with viewers who haven't made a decision about whether to vote for you, because those are the people everybody's trying to get, or the pool of undecided voters. For the partisans, they've already figured it out. They don't True. need to see a debate to decide. So for the undecided voters, they actually want to see, oh, you know, maybe, maybe Elizabeth May, maybe there's something I didn't know about her or her platform that is going to convince me tonight um, or, or for any of the others. And um, because the format was the way it was, I think it was difficult for undecided people. People I've spoken to since then say, nah, it didn't change anything for me. Yeah, that's what I hear too. Was there a question that you wish had been covered or a topic that you wish had been covered that perhaps didn't get enough attention? Uh, well, I mean, a lot of them didn't answer the questions that were. Yeah, posed. that's also so, true. Yeah. So I think the ones we had, the topics we had were good ones. Um, I, you know, a lot of people, many, many viewers emailed me and had a whole range of questions that they wanted asked. Um, I think chief among them was health care, issues of health care, which, of course, is, you know, it's a complicated thing because the money, the transfer payments come yes. from the federal government. It's administered provincially. So, it was, you know, it's a complicated question, but I know it's a huge concern for many Canadians. Um, and I was really disappointed that the abortion thing came up again and ended up with this crazy crosstalk and, you know, between Sheer yeah. and Trudeau accusing each other. It is a non-issue. It is a red herring. No party is going to reintroduce uh, any, uh, you know, debate over uh, abortion. Um, it just comes up every federal election because it's an easy button pusher. And so true. Uh, drives me crazy. Well, you know what? I'm so glad to hear, though, Donna, your assessment is very similar to everything we have been hearing. So, oh, is that right? Yes, we have. So listen, thank you so much for your time on this today. We really appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Take care. Good luck. And we'll see you tonight on Global National. That is Donna Friesen, anchor and executive editor. Of course, she was one of the moderators of that federal leaders debate. And I'm glad to hear that even though she said she was in the middle of it, it was tough for her to make that assessment. It is exactly what we have all been hearing and talking about today.